from KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing and a long one to left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a with special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Welcome into Monday night on Sports Open Line. Hell of a day, huh? God almighty, man. I gotta, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I did not see the return of Albert Pujols to St. Louis. I didn't see it at all. I thought the team was more interested in giving some of the younger dudes the opportunity. And by the way, that doesn't mean that they won't. I want to be clear that we probably shouldn't draw conclusions today. It's really easy to do that. I caught myself doing it all day long. Like, well, what does this mean for Juan Yepes? What does this mean for Lars Dubois? I, it, it might mean more time in the minors, and it might not. You know, I, I don't think we know exactly how this is going to play out. Keep in mind that in the first month of the year, the team can carry 28 players. Now, I know that Ali Marmol talked about it uh, today, and and I heard uh, John and Rick talking about this during the broadcast this afternoon. And not sure yet whether they want to go 14 pitchers, 14 position players, or go with 13 position players and 15 pitchers for that first month. And, of course, once you get to May, there will be a limit to, of 13 pitchers. So we know what it's going to look like then. It'll be it'll be you know four guys on the bench when you get to there. But they could open with five guys on the bench. So I think it's important not to draw any of the conclusions yet about what it means for other players. It might mean that they decided, all right, Juan Yepes isn't ready yet. We we want to give Albert those at bats. And also it could be that hey, we don't want to make Juan Yepes a, a part time player just yet. You know, I mean, he's 24, just turned 24 years old. And do you want to, you want him on the short side of a platoon situation with the DH? When you have guys like Newt Barr and Dickerson that are going to be pushing for at bats on the left-handed side, or is that a role better suited for Albert Pujols? Well, that's just part of what we're going to talk about tonight here on the show. And when I say we, I mean you and me, I decided, and I, and I have this power to do this, so you know, yay me. But I decided that we're going to do all the analysis of this tomorrow and Wednesday. We're going to hear a little bit tonight, next hour, a little bit from Albert in his press conference, a little bit of what Wayno had to say about it today. But we're going to save the analysis for tomorrow and Wednesday. So tomorrow, um, I'm going to have Derek Gould join us. We'll talk about what it means for the roster and all of that. Uh, and, and we'll talk about the bigger picture too, the historical impact of all of this. On Wednesday, we've got the countdown to opening day. Uh, Mike Claiborne is down there, and obviously he's going to be having one-on-one conversations with all of these guys. So the next two days are going to be about everybody's opinions on this, what it means from a historical standpoint, what it means from an emotional standpoint, what it means from a baseball standpoint. We're going to do that. Tonight, I want to hear from you. Simple, easy. That's what I decided this morning. That's what I'm rolling with. So if you want to join us, Open lines the whole show starting right now. 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Give me your reaction to Albert back in the Cardinals uniform, man. And this, is, this is crazy. I mean, like 10 years ago, we had the divorce. 10 years ago, it was obviously entering the 2012 season coming out of 2011. 
Albert walked away and signed a 10-year deal with the Angels. And at that time, I don't think any of us could have foreseen any any possible return. I just don't know how, you, you know, it wouldn't have made sense, right? I mean, you would have thought 10 years later, he probably retires. Um, you know, we, you know, based on where he was 10 years ago with these numbers, by now he would have already hit 700 home runs. He would have, you know, already had all those numbers. Um, but we're getting, we're getting the curtain call. We're getting the opportunity to see the legend come back. Now, again, there are a lot of levels to this and I don't want to ignore any of them. Um, I want to talk about how amazing it's going to be, for example, on opening day when number five, (laughs) <laughs> steps off one of those trucks and gets his ovation. I mean, it's going to be insane. It's going to be insane, especially with all that's going on with Molina and Wainwright. And, you know, Albert did say today, by the way, that this is it. This is going to be the last year of his career. We know that Yachty has committed to that as well. Wainwright has not, although he did even say today, you know, kind of probably, but he doesn't want to commit to it. He also kind of said, I hope people stop asking me. <laughs> it's hard not to, I know, because of the other stories, but it's a good point. But we've got a lot of layers to this. I think from the fan, from a fan's perspective, from a pure excitement level, like an emotional fan reaction, this is you're just like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. We're going to see Albert Pujols in a Cardinals uniform, and he's going to be there on opening day. And I, w- I would bet a lot of money that he'll be in that opening day lineup too. That would be pretty cool. So we have that, but we, we also have every other part of this. How does it impact the rest of the roster? What does it mean to those young guys? Does it mean those young guys are back in Memphis? Does it mean that maybe there's still room to make it all work? Um, you know, what do we expect from Albert in terms of a performance? You know, if you look at, what's gone on the last five or six years, it's been rough, man. I mean, nothing, not taking shots or anything. I mean, numbers are what they are. And, you know, the last five seasons, his numbers have graded out below major league average, except last year against left-handed pitching. And also, by the way, 2019 against left-handed pitching. 2020 didn't really tell us anything, small sample size, all that. But, The last two full seasons, Albert has really hammered left-handed pitching, but especially last year. I mean, he like slugged 600 against lefties last season, and a lot of that damage was done with the Dodgers. If he's that guy, this could be a sneaky good baseball move outside of the, the, the emotional side of it, right? But it's an if. I mean, every time we're talking about it right now, it's if he can repeat that. And I think that's where we raise a lot of interesting questions. So it's fascinating. It has the potential to be historic and fun and all of that. But it's not an automatic. And we got to figure out how it works. And, you know, look, he's 21 home runs shy of 700. Where do you get the plate appearances to to do that? I mean, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like, you know, you go back to 2019, Albert had 23 homers. But he had 540 plate appearances. Does he have 540 plate appearances the way this roster is now? I don't know. It's a good question. It depends on the health of other players. It depends on how he performs. So we got so much to do. So that's it. I'm going to shut up. We're going to take a short timeout. We're going to take nothing but your phone calls the rest of the way. And maybe a little bit of audio from Albert and Wayno 
in the next hour. But this is about your reaction tonight on Sports Open Line on KMOX. Monday night on Sports Open Line, and not just any Monday night. Should we call this Albert Day? Pujols Day? I like Pujols Day better. That sounds better. Well, tonight is Pujols Night on Sports Open Line. Kevin Wheeler with you here, taking you till 8 o'clock. And my plan is to talk to you guys about it. I mean, this is a big story. You don't have these kinds of things happen very often. Um, I, there, there's a lot of, there are a lot of different levels to dig into uh, from the fun and the uh, the emotional side of it, to seeing these three guys, the three amigos, maybe ride off into the sunset together, um, to talk about the history that's at stake with, you know, Albert 21 home runs away from 700 uh, to just the regular baseball side of this. I mean, like, this is a team that we all expect to contend for division title and then have a chance to do some damage in the postseason. That's the annual expectation for the Cardinals. How does all of it fit together? That's what we're going to be talking about. So more than, rather than just continuing to ramble, and I could because, you know, that's what I do, I want to bring in phone calls all night long. So let's just get going. 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120 are the numbers you can use to be a part of the show. Mary and Hannibal got in first, so Mary is up first. Hi, Mary. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty solid. Not not, not going to lie. This baseball stuff's pretty good. Yes, yes, it is. It's a, a very exciting day for Cardinals fans, I'll tell you that. Um, but I've been a fan longer, a Cardinal fan longer than Albert's been on this earth. And to me, it's always been about the team. It's never been about one person on the team. But I will say this. Albert's coming back, and I know it makes Yachty happy. And if Yachty's happy, I'm happy. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people agree with that. And look, you know, those two guys are very close. And, and I, you know, I, I we'll play a little bit of it later, but Albert did say today that his his whole point right now is that this is about the team winning. Whatever the role is that he's asked to do is what he's in for. Yeah, but nostalgia-wise, it is beautiful to see the three guys come together at the end of their career. I mean, you couldn't write a better ending. I'm sorry. <laughs> Especially if they can do it in a, like in a deep playoff run or something like that. Could we? Oh, could, yeah, yeah. It, then if, if they win the World Series, it'll be like a bad movie script. Like there's no way that would happen, but it did. Right, right, exactly. And we get to experience it. Now, how exciting is that? Let's just hope that it, it's, it goes well. I mean, because look, I, I got a lot of reaction on this on Twitter. And I'm, if, by the way, if you want to hit me up on Twitter too, at Kevin Wheeler94, and you don't have time to call, I'll mix in some of those as well. But there is some mixed review when it comes to the decision making process here and whether it's going to help or whether it's not. We'll get to all of that as we go along too. Damon is next up on the phones. Damon, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Well, uh, um, Albert's back. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I am excited, elated and just thrilled okay those are just three of the words that i have to say now um i don't sound like it but i have been a cardinal fan for more than 60 years holy moly okay? you're right you don't sound like it yeah i'm in my mid to late 60s is all i'm going to say about that <laughs> but i <laughs> i remember the cardinals from sportsman's park where i used to as a, as a kid played at herbert Hoover's boys club to Bush Stadium, to the current park they're in. And I've been in all of them watching Cardinals games. And I'm going to tell you, Albert, along with Gibson, Musial, uh, Brock, mm -hmm. Floyd, I mean, I can go the whole gamut. Throw in Oz. Uh, all of those guys are, yes, I can go on and on about the Cardinals, the great Cardinals, on and on. I mean, most of them humble, most of them great, 
Most of them, you rarely hear a peep out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, Cardinal players are some of the most exciting and just decent human beings that you, that the world could ever know. And they don't know about it, but people in St. Louis, we know all about Cardinal players. Okay? this They say we're the greatest baseball town that there ever has been. We're greater than Yankee fans. We're greater than Boston fans. You name the town. I don't care. Chicago Cubs. Whatever. There are no fans in the world better than St. Louis baseball Cardinal fans. And Albert is coming back home. He's coming back home, not necessarily to help the team as far as on the field, but I think in a, in a, as far as the young players, his knowledge, the camaraderie that he had, you never heard anything negative about, about, about Albert Pujols when he was St. Louis. The only thing he ever did was produce and contribute to St. Louis society. Yep. Hundred percent right, nailed it. Um, and you know, it, it's it's a it's a fascinating thing to add that level. I'm glad you brought that up, Damon. That you know there is an there is an intangible, and I don't th- we can't measure it, right? We can't say, well, this will be the exact impact that Albert will have on some of the younger hitters. But there's an impact, and with the and I think this is you know if any one thing sums up the Cardinal way, it's not. The attitude, well, we do things the right way and everybody's wrong. That's nonsense. That's not what the Cardinal way is. It's not just tactics, but what it is is passing along the knowledge and the tradition from one generation to the next. And every generation of veterans with the Cardinals has done that, and that's part of what this organization's philosophy is. It's part of the culture that's set. It started with the guys that you mentioned back in the day, Stan and all those guys, and it has continued and the younger generation of guys, and they're, and I'm not talking about just like Nolan Gorman and those guys. I'm talking about Bader and O'Neill and you know Tommy Edmond and the young pitchers. They have Albert and Yachty and Wayno doing that for them right now. And in Albert's case, just watching a man do his preparation, pick, picking his brain about things, about hitting and approaching people. There's nothing that nothing but positive about that. Now, we can't measure it, and I don't know how much that is, but it's there. Casey is next up on the phone. Thanks for calling, Case. What's up? Hey, sir. How you doing? You know what? Pretty solid, man. It's baseball season right around the corner. Opening day is next week. Yes, yes. Look, I was one of the ones that was a little upset when Albert left because I thought that um, the negotiations did not happen in – in good faith, uh-huh. but I am. Um, but I think from a business point, I think it's a good move for the Cardinals and a good move for Alvin and also for the fans. So, uh, so there's, it's a three-way good way going in this situation. I think the way the Cardinals are going to handle Alvin will depend on whether the team is winning. If they're winning, then um, they can use them in a lot of situations. You know. But just like the Angels, the Angels were not a winning organization, so they just couldn't have Abbott sitting around. And when he went to the Dodgers, the Dodgers were able to fit him right into that organization because they were winning. So if the Cardinals are winning, we can look at Abbott, and regardless of what he does, it's going to be okay. But if we start to struggle, then therefore – they're going to maybe have to make some good decisions. And I hope Abbott is having a good year. But <laughs> it's all going to depend. Winning, winning takes care of everything. So as long as we're winning, 
we'll be okay. You're 100% right. And by the way, the, the more that other people are performing, the more leeway you have with a player that may or may not be struggling, right? I mean, if your team is in first place by five games and the offense is humming along, there's nothing wrong with getting at bats and giving Albert his shot at getting to 700. Uh, but if you're playing game by game or, or week by week and you're like, God, we're in this race and we got to find a way to maximize matchups, well, that, that's what it's going to mean. And what I heard from Albert today was that he was cool with that. Now, you remember last year when the Angels decided that and he and when the Angels and Albert decided to, to part ways, Joe Madden had said something about Albert not wanting to be a role player, right? And when Albert got to the Dodgers, he said, no, 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 that wasn't really, that wasn't what was going on here. I was happy to do that. And obviously he accepted that role with the Dodgers. What he said today hinted at the fact that, hey, whatever the team needs, that's what I'm here to give. And I think that's the best way to look at this. And if the, if the, if the plate appearances are earned by performance, well, then everybody's going to be happy to see him. But, you know, I think that's a, that's a really important point that you make, Casey, that, you know, look, the year is still about winning first. Nostalgia is great. These three Cardinals legends riding off into the sunset together would be great. But it won't be great if you win 81 games. Right? All right, we got more of your phone calls coming up. 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. It's you and me talking ball all night on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Live on KMOX. Swing and a home run to left. The first Major League home run for Albert Pujols. Boy, Joe, is that nice? He threw one up and in, moved the kid off the plate, and then he came back with a fastball, and Pujols took him deep. We have a tie game. <laughs> How great is that, man? First major league home run. We got. In case you didn't know this, we have a lot of highlights uh, from Albert's career. We're going to be mixing them in throughout the course of the night. And honestly, um, it just fits the theme. We're going to be taking your calls all night long. I thought about you know booking guests or playing a bunch of audio from today, and I might play a little bit of the audio next hour. Just little clips here of Albert, uh, a little bit of Wayno. But I want I, I want to take calls, man. I mean, it's not that often that you get stories that involve players of this magnitude that meant what they did. It's not an automatic. Success story. I mean, look, there are questions about how performance is going to go and all of that, um, but we'll handle all that as it comes. I mean, you know, I, I, there, there are, I would say, of, of the reaction that I've seen, it's probably close to 90% people happy. But there are people that are saying, well, if we're going to use this guy as a DH, why wouldn't we just spend more money and get a guy that's more in his prime or whatever? I mean, those arguments are out there, and we'll be addressing those as we go through the night as well. Let's get to the phone lines. Tim is next up on the line. Tim, thanks for calling. What's up, man? Hey, Kevin. How you doing tonight? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. How about you? All right. Great. Hey, I love that. Uh, I love the call. This first home run. Uh, one quick thing. A favorite call I ever had about Albert when they were playing the Cubs. Uh, I don't even know what year it was, but Kerry Wood was pitching, uh, and he knocked down Albert and Shannon. One of Shannon's greatest. It, it is my favorite take, baseball play-by-play call, maybe in my life. Great, Eda, take that big boy. We're gonna find that and play that tonight. I promise you. That, that's outstanding. That is outstanding <laughs> call. Oh wait, hold on. We got it here. Here, put my computer up. You can hang tight. I'm not gonna hang up on you, Tim. I just want ahead, you. To, ahead, we're gonna yeah. play it so we can listen to it. I love Here's it. Here's the next by. Wood and is up and in and back to the screen and Albert Pujols is uh, knocked down. He doesn't even look at the uh, mound. 
He uh, darn near injured himself as he had to uh, avoid that pitch. He takes his helmet off. Walks back into the batter's box. Sets himself. And I wouldn't, wouldn't I love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street. The pitch. Swing and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down. And now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare. Say, take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them all. Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. That's when you're a professional like Albert is. You don't glare out there. You don't throw your bat. You don't charge the mound. You just take the next pitch and you hit it into the uh, seats. <laughs> there you go, Tim. Is that great or what? <laughs> that is honestly, that's, that's right. got to be my favorite sequence of, of play-by-play in my life. Me too. Me too. And, yeah, and that's right. That's the way you play baseball. And that's one thing I want to say about Albert is he knew how to play the game. Man. I mean, you talk about giving everything he had for 10 years. He hit 328 over your overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, was there five people that hit 300 a year in, in the National League, if that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that is unbelievable. So what, I'm, what I want to touch on is how much he's going to mean to these younger players. Um, I look for him really to help Bader out a lot and O'Neal. I mean, the way he stays inside the ball and everything, them guys can learn a lot from Albert. And um, I hope they do. I hope they pick his mind because um, – I mean, nothing good can come of that. I mean, the the the, the stories that Albert has is, and just everything he knows, the knowledge he has of hitting is just unbelievable. But I just want to share with that. I'm so happy that the Cardinals signed him. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, nothing wrong could come from it, that's for sure. Sure hope not. Thank you, Tim. I mean, there is a scenario if you wanted to go to the dark side and be like, all right, hey, what if – it's just terrible. Like, how long do you ride it out if it is? We don't need to go there today. But that is, that. I mean, that is within the realm of possibility. And if you want to go there today, feel free. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Cindy is next up on the phones. Thanks for calling, Cindy. What's on your mind? What do you think of all this? Hey, I think it's great. I was one of those people when he left. I wasn't real happy with him. And like one of your callers previously... I go all the way back to Sportsman's Park. Saw a few there. So I'm not saying how old I am, though. But, <laughs> um, yeah. But so I think when we saw him come back with the Angels and the reception he got, everybody had forgiven everything that happened. I know I did. I was just happy to see him, even though he was in an Angel uniform. But um, I was psyched when I saw it this morning on my phone. Um, and he will be an asset to the young players, like everybody's saying. And, you know, I hope he can hit his, make his home run record. <laughs> I hope his bat's going. But he'll be, he'll go into the Hall of Fame as a present Cardinal, not a past Cardinal player. And I think that's really cool because it's like he set all his records as a Cardinal, and it's good that he's going in, he'll go in as a Cardinal. Should be fun. I mean, and look, the other part of it it gives us too, Cindy, is for people coming out to the ballpark or listening on KMOX or watching on TV or whatever, I mean, it it gives you another level of interest. It doesn't mean it's all going to be amazing and good. We don't know, but there's another level of interest that might not have been there otherwise. 
Well, and it did a lot for everything we've gone through with the lockout because I was mad at them and the owners, and I was like, I'm not buying a ticket. I'm not buying a ticket no matter when they go back, but now I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, that, in, in your case, Cindy, mission accomplished with the, with the move. And look, I, I, I've seen a lot of theories about, you know, like why, why the Cardinals did. They did this to sell tickets. Well, yeah, I mean, look, that, certainly it's a part of the equation. It's a business that's based on selling tickets. Uh, but what sells tickets more than history and nostalgia is winning. And they clearly think that he can be a part of that. And that's something he touched on a little earlier and might play some of that in the next hour. Carlos, next up on the phones. Carlos, thanks for calling, man. What do you think of all this? Man, I love Everett. I love Everett. I love him so much. I'm glad he's back. He can help out the young players a lot. I remember game three of the 2011 World Series when they hit the three homers. Mm-hmm. And he he's an amazing player. I love to see him get to 700. Homers, I love to see him, Yachty, and Wayno all go in as first ballot Hall of Famers. They all three of them will retire as Cardinals. Thank God, I thought this day would never happen. But I would also like to know what is the role that Evan will have this season. It's a good question. I think it's it's going to be determined as we go. I think Carlos, like at first, it seems obvious that that's your designated hitter against left-handed pitching, right? I mean that. That would be the first inclination for me is that he really hammered left-handed pitching last year. It's an area that the team has a need in, and that would make a lot of sense right out of the gate. And I I think it'll evolve as the season goes along, though. Like, if he shows that he's hitting well and maybe gets some opportunities against right-handers when somebody else needs a day off or somebody has a little injury or whatever, I think if he if he earns more, then that'll be there. But, I mean, I, I think there's at, le- at the very least a platoon role there. Thank you very much. Pat Albert is back. <laughs> Carlos, thanks for calling, man. Uh, it's it, The role to me is really interesting because they don't have somebody that you say, that has to be the DH. And Ali Marmol has talked a lot about the ability to be flexible there. You know, when they brought in Corey Dickerson, what he liked about Dickerson is, all right, he's not a guy that you have to use as a DH. He can play the outfield. He's a good defensive player. Now, Albert's defense is more limited than what we remember. You know, when he was here, he was a gold glover. I mean, he had range. He was he picked balls out of the dirt. One of the best at starting double plays. I mean, he, he was a top-end defensive first baseman. He doesn't move like that anymore. And that doesn't matter, really, because Paul Goldschmidt's that guy. I mean, Goldie, if he's healthy, he's going to play at least 150 games at first base. I mean, that's just how he is. Maybe it'll be 145, whatever. But he plays so much, and he's so good. He's going to be out there. So we don't need to worry about that so much at the moment. Um, and you know, you can wonder, you know, you, you know, bench versatility is not as important now as it was even a year ago. You can have people that have very specific duties that are there to do very specific things because you don't have to double switch because you don't have to, you know, pinch it for your pitcher three times in a game. So it gives you the freedom where you might not have had that freedom before to have somebody that might end up being a one-dimensional player, right? I mean, there's a chance that Albert's main use is just hitting left-handed pitching. Well, that's okay in the in the in the environment that you're in right now. And again, with the DH, that was an area of need. We thought maybe that could be filled by Juan Yepes, and maybe it still will be, but it would seem to be not immediately true for a guy like Yepes. You would think that he's a guy that is going to end up back in Memphis. 
And for, for there are a whole lot of levels of analysis that can go into that. Do the Cardinals not think he's ready? I don't know. Maybe maybe what the Cardinals are thinking is we don't want him to be on the short side of a platoon at the age of 23. 20, he's actually 24 now. I mean, they might think that it's more valuable for his development to have him facing right and left-handers in AAA than facing primarily left-handers at the major league level because you have Dickerson and Newt Barr and some other guys that swing left-handed that are going to be able to help you against right-handed pitching when most of your lineup hits right-handed. I mean, they don't have a single left-handed hitter in the regular eight spots. They do have two switch hitters who will bat lefty against the righties, but another left-handed bat was, was, a, was an important thing. So it'll be fun to watch how that develops as well. Hang tight. We're going to wrap up this hour. My two callers in the next segment are Michael and Eric. And then after the top of the hour news, we'll open those phone lines up again at 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. But we'll close this hour with our two callers next on KMOX. There's three things that you always, as a professional athlete, want. One is to get to the big leagues, which I accomplished that. Winning the World Series ring, which I got that. And then now getting to the Hall of Fame. That's everybody's dream. Every athletes they want to be out there in the Hall of Fame. Mention with the greatest players that ever played this game. And that's something that hopefully, if I can stay healthy for as long as I can play, and I continue to, to put the numbers, hopefully I get the opportunity one day uh, to be in Cooperstown. That was from 2009, by the way. I think we've locked all that in. <laughs> I think we've locked that in pretty well. First ballot, no-brainer, regardless of what happens this year. Great stuff from Albert Pujols there. Let's finish with a couple of calls in this hour, and then we'll reset everything, open up the phone lines again and all that after the 7 o'clock news. Michael is first up here in this segment. Michael, thanks for calling, man. What do you think? Well, I tell you, man, um, I was uh, listening to the radio with you guys a little bit ago, and uh, I heard Damon make his comments and everything. He said he's about 60 years old. Well, I'm in his same category, and I was at the game – the last game that was ever played in sports in this park, hmm. me and my dad. And, uh, you know, I've been a Cardinals fan ever since I was probably about seven years old. And, again, I'm in my 60s, too. But uh, Albert coming back to St. Louis, I think that's one of the greatest things that could ever happen. Wayno, uh, Yachty, you know, uh, all of them, more than likely, will go out together this year. I mean, if Wayno decides to stay another year, that'd be great if he can mm-hmm. do the job. I'd love to have it. Yep. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the best years the Cardinals have had. they got a lot of great players out there. They just need a chance to be able to show everybody what they can do. I mean, um, uh, you look at O'Neal. O'Neal has come along yep. uh, uh, very, very, very well. Vader's coming along. we got Carlson. He's going to be great. Uh, Arnado. I mean, what else can you ask for? you got Goldie. I mean, it's, it's it's one of the it's it's a it's a really good team. They just need they just need to get this chance this year with all three of those guys together. I think it's going to be a really great season. Again, like I said, I'm in my 60s, man, and I've never in my life ever been to an opening day game. But I secured some tickets this year to go, and um, I'm I'm really excited about that. That is that is awesome, Mike. It's going to be amazing, man. I, I've experienced it obviously a lot. Um, my first time was, was 2012 and it was celebrating, I'm sorry, 20, 2007. And I was blown away by it. And I think this year might top all of them since then. Eric is next up. Thanks for calling Eric. What's up? 
Hey, thanks, Kevin. Big fan of yours. Um, so I, I got to say this news, um, I think it's hitting uh, St. Louis like Will Smith's hand hitting Chris Rock's face. Um, <laughs> this, I, I think it's really going to energize a lot of the fans and some of the fans that haven't really been watching baseball uh, for the past couple of years to start watching, coming back to games. And, uh, and like a lot of the previous callers have said, he's going to do so much for these, these young players like Bader and O'Neill um, and inspire them to do what he did. You know, come up from the St. Louis Cardinals at the beginning and be a big hitter uh, and, and do so much for them. And uh, I think that's, that's going to be his biggest attribute to this year's Cardinals. But, and I also, a lot of people haven't brought it up, but he, Albert does so much um, charity work mm-hmm. that he's going to bring with him. And I think that's really going to help the community too. So that's all I got to say about that. Good stuff, Eric. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Love you working in the current events too. <laughs> well done. Um, look, there's no question that the impact off the field, both in the community and on young players, is going to be a good one. Um, even if it's nothing more than setting the right example in terms of work ethic and preparation and all of that. And I'm sure it'll be more than that. There will be conversations and all that. But it's there's no question there about that him being a positive influence in that regard. Um, what the the look? The only question about it is, how's he going to hit? I think everything else is a no brainer, and that how's he going to hit part is the part that I've had hesitation about since everybody started bringing this up last year when the Angels let him go. So I want to get into that a little bit more coming up after the top of the hour news. We're going to hear a bit from Albert. We're going to hear a bit from Wayno. And look, man, I'm going to open up the phone lines when we finish the news. It's up to you. You call. We're talking 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Sports Open Line on KMOX coming up again after the news.